Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting Friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. Welcome into this Golf Channel podcast. I'm your host, Will Gray. Pleased to be joined today in person, in color, and in the Golf Channel studio by Bear Reinhardt, lead singer, guitar player for the band Need to Breathe. Bear, thanks for taking time to uh, come in and chat a little little golf, a little life on the road. We're going to hit a bunch of stuff here. Of course. Thanks for having me. So I want to start, anytime we get someone in here who's not a golfer first. I got to get the backstory of how, when did you get hooked? Was there, is there a moment? Is yeah. there a round? Is there a yeah. shot? When did I you played, get the golf ball? I played college football. I had okay. never played a round of golf in my life until I graduated from school and was done playing football. And I really was just looking for something to be competitive at, you know, when I lost that. Um, and, and I had a buddy who was a grad assistant at Furman. Um, and, he gave me some clubs and he's like let's go play and then randomly at the same time we the band was signing a record contract and part of it was that we couldn't go on tour so i was mm-hmm. home for six months or a year and i probably played pretty much every day five to six <laughs> days a week at least um and just got really into it not much better but got way into it um and then over the years we just had a lot of chances to play great places because a lot of people you know, want to take the band out somewhere and treat us, yep. or or we've met athletes that want to be musicians and that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so it's it's been a lot of fun. So where's your handicap sitting right now? It's about twelve. Okay. At the moment, yeah, it's been lower, mm-hmm. um, but it's on the way down right now. I played a, I played a uh, a pro am with some buddies at the Memphis and St. Jude's. Okay. And it's the first time I've ever probably hit a golf ball in front of more than ten people. That you know, and, and that that um, I played pretty terrible that day. Um, <laughs> and so we played with Stuart Sink and Scott Brown. Okay. Um, and I and I hit a couple good shots here and there enough that, that I didn't quit golf that day. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> enough that I was like, I'm never gonna play this way again in front of people. So I've been getting after it recently. You're used to crowds though. I mean, you're playing playing concerts in front of people. Yeah. How is how much different is that hitting? Trying to trying to find a fairway two fifty out versus uh, playing a set list. You know, it shouldn't be that different, but it it does feel <laughs> that different. I mean, I I told them I was like I had zero. Well, I got stood over the ball on the on the tee, and there's like you know a few hundred people around. They announce your name and all that, and I have no nothing to go to. I was like I was completely lost out there. I'm surprised I could hit the ball at all. You know, just no mental techniques or whereas music, I've been doing it for so long. You know. There's certain things that you just trust that it's going to be there, you know. Um, so it's 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 similar in some ways. I'm not really great with lyrics, <laughs> so <laughs> the, the exercises it takes for me to like concentrate on the lyric and uh, that kind of kind of important for lyrics. It is. Singer. It's a big yeah. deal, apparently. Yeah. Which so they say. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't know. You might know. Uh, what is the shot that needs most attention in your in your game? Uh, 
You know, it's coming around a little bit. I hit the ball left when I'm hitting it. Okay. Uh, when I, I swing a little hard, probably, and, and I come over the top of the ball. So, you know, um, it's really like staying inside the ball is a, is a, you know, probably a thing for a lot of people. But definitely gotten some things recently. Somebody, you know, I used to try to do it with my hands and somebody told me, <laughs> do the towel trick, you know, yep. like you're pulling. And that never worked for me. I'm pretty handy as a, you know, so, so I've been a little more on the elbow side of like getting that inside and down and that seems to be helping now you guys have some relationships with a few pga tour pros from your time on the road and through other through other venues correct yeah it's um yeah and it's kind of random because we would be in a town and the first guy i ever played with was kevin Strelman. okay and we were in phoenix and playing a show that night he's like man do you want to come play you know the pga like today and we're like <laughs> uh yeah you know uh, so that's been a really cool thing. I mean, a lot of music, uh, athletes want to be musicians, which is a huge bonus to us. Mm-hmm. And not all music, you know, folks are into into sports. But um, and then you know we've been lucky enough to be friends with Russell Henley, mm-hmm. and who I've played in his charity event. He's played in ours a bunch of times, and and uh, and he's just a good guy. Actually, his wife now is the charity of the band sports. Um, I went to Africa with her the first time I went. So she was on my trip. So kind of. Russell Henley might be, he's definitely one of the few PGA Tour players whose wife might make more money. Than <laughs> right, exactly. No one, at least very yeah. low key about yeah, this. No, but totally. but Teal, Russell Henley's wife Teal. is a legit artist. Yeah, she is. Teal is an all star. Yeah. Very well known in, in Charleston. Uh, yeah, every it's, I go into houses all the time now. It's like some, you know, a buddy's house, you're randomly in there. Like, oh, there's Teal's painting. It's amazing. Um, yeah, and they're just sweet people. Yeah. So when you know these PGA Tour players, are you one of the guys that you like to get advice from them? Do you kind of lay back and wait for them to tell you to do the towel trick and keep your hands yeah. out of the swing? Where, where do you fall in that I, balance? You know, I do actually like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I think the my yeah, I was a receiver in, in college, um, and I was one of those guys route running was really important to me. Like the, I like the technical aspect of it. I hate doing something I don't know how to do. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to be out there with like clueless. Uh, so I, I love that part of it. I, at the same time, I need somebody who's fairly athletic. You know, I don't have a history in golf, not growing up. So it's if they can make an announcement, like the inside swing, if they can say, you know, it's like it's a sidearm throw is all it is. You know, <laughs> if they could say that to me, it's like, oh, that clicks for me. Yep. What, uh, I guess we'll go both sides of the bucket list. What's the best course that you've played and what's the, the white whale that's kind of still sitting out that you want to get to? Man, um, I don't know. I, t- I think I took care of both of those in one. I played Augusta um, a couple You're of years ago. You're going for the low-hanging fruit Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but and just and partly because I had been in the tournament before, mm-hmm. I think I think everybody has that that story. I mean, if you get to play it, um, you're in the same place from the members' tees. You're in the yeah. same places that the guys are hitting approach shots. So I have that running through my mind the whole time. You know, like hitting up at nine on, to the <laughs> green, stuff like that. This that stuff is just so from seeing the tournament a million times, you know every shot you're supposed to hit, whether you can hit it or not, you know. Um, so it was a lot of fun. What was the best shot you hit at Augusta that day? Uh, I hit it, I, I parred uh, 13 through 16. That's pretty good. So I hit the, on 16 I should have made birdie, I missed the putt. Um, yeah. So that's probably one of the, those iconic Where's shots. The uh, it was back left. Okay, Sunday so, pin. Yep, and I hit it probably, I actually did not play the hill like those guys do, <laughs> but I, I went right at it and kind of like, I was probably six feet past, okay. you know, maybe. So I had an easy birdie putt that I did not make, but. There's no such thing uh, as an easy putt. That's, that's true, that's six true. Feet or, that's or true. Uh, so how much are you guys able to balance, like you said, when you're on, on the road? Are you able to get out and, and play some of these 
venues you're able to sneak out and, and get some yeah. courses in? Yeah, it just depends. You know what tour we have a lot of. You know, if we're at radio or something, we have promo stuff we mm -hmm. have to do during the day or whatever. We have to go on a golf channel. And talk yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, but it's it's it, we get to play a good bit. I mean, it's yeah. easier to play on the road for me than home because you're you're waking up in a city. And we we've had the bus pull up and just park. You know, in the golf you know parking lot and drop me off in the morning so um and it depends who we're touring with too we you know matt carney is one of the guys we toured with and he's a good golfer mm -hmm. so he will get me out you know it's like we're going tomorrow at this time you know so if i need that a little you bit like the buddy system yeah exactly there, right? exactly yeah. uh so i know that you guys are involved with walk-up music with some mlb players and, and guys mm -hmm. in, in other sports where your music is featured as they're walking up the plate First of all, I guess we'll start with this. How do you get involved with that? Is it all on the players? Do you guys have some relationship with with those guys? Do you get it's, yeah, it's looped really, in on those decisions? No, it's really all on the players. Okay. I mean, I, I have a couple of buddies that are close enough. I mean, Matt Holliday is one of them who, mm -hmm. when he was with the Cardinals and, and now the Yankees. But he um, he would text me and say, hey, man, what's the coolest 15 seconds of Need to Read Music ever? I'm like, <laughs> I don't Put you know. on the spot yeah, there, right? I'm like, yeah. I think it's this. He's like, well, I don't think it's that. I'm going to pick this, you know. So I think um, it's it's cool. It's actually a surprise a lot of times. People will be at at a at a game and and like you know tweet us about who who it was and what they used. Um, so it's totally on the players. So pivot that to golf. What are your thoughts on walk up music for for the PGA Tour? Um, I think that would be rad. Uh, I don't know about the PGA Tour. Uh, I kind of like. I'm really into this whole uh, the old school elements of golf. Okay. I really like the. But yeah, so I don't know how much of that you know I dig. I do you know when there is seventeen in Phoenix and all that yeah, stuff yeah. is cool, but um, I really do like the the old school. You're vibe a purist. You'd rather I'm just a little have bit the of quiet a signs out and have everyone sit there. Yeah, exactly. I okay. think that would be cool. I, I think there's the element to. I mean, with our golf tournament that we do, it, it's definitely a music tournament, yeah. which is a lot of fun. I think it's combining things people like and. Um, so yeah, I'm, if people want to do that, I'm no, no doubt. <laughs> and maybe we should do that. Maybe you should have smoke. Like WWE, yeah, you know, exactly. Come out of bring it out the banner. Yeah. <laughs> well, European tours got some of that stuff too, where they're doing these sort of challenge events on on Wednesday night, where a lot of eight guys come out and hit shots through the flames and, and oh, smoke yeah. machines and yeah. all that. Though Keith Pelly is thinking a little more outside the box than I think uh, right. some of the PGA Tour yeah. folks are. But then yeah. you saw this weekend Solheim Cup, you got the ladies revving up the crowds. They're awesome. revving up the crowds in the first tee, just like Bubba Watson uh, at the Ryder yeah. Cup a few years back. Yeah. So. I think I don't know. Every now and then, if we sprinkle in a little bit of non-traditional, it might. I do. I do enjoy the Ryder Cup, Cup trash talk and all that yes. stuff. I really, I really appreciate that. So maybe a little bit that wouldn't be so bad. So talk to me about your tournament. What what's going on with that? What are some of the specifics and, and yeah, where's it's, this? Yeah, uh, it's April twenty third this year, um, and we've been next doing year. It, uh, next year, yeah. yeah. Um, and we've been doing um, it for several years now. And it's crazy. I mean, we started out as a pretty small tournament where we were sort of making up, calling our friends for the for the uh, live auction stuff. And, you know, like, hey, uh, Zach Brown, can you put, can we do a meet and greet? You know, whatever. Uh, and then... I bid for that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so, but now it's, it's turning into this huge thing. It's way bigger than us. And it's awesome. And we have two nights of music. So a lot of the sponsors come in night four and we, we play an acoustic set. And then the night of the tournament, we do sort of a outdoor rock and roll thing with all the musicians that come. And that ends up being one of our favorite times of the year because uh, you never get to see that many bands play together on the same stage. Mm -hmm. Everybody's there for free, which is yeah. awesome. And so people get up there and play a song and we'll have other guys, we'll end it on a finale where we're playing some other co cover or something like that. So um, it's just a lot of fun. Where's the tournament? It's in Daniel Island. The 218's there. Um, 
And, they used to have a web event there. I they did, yeah. yeah. They totally did. And I'm, I'm becoming a member out there right now. So I love that course. It's a great track. And it's and it's a it's like a place that's about golf. You know? Yeah. Which is kind of yeah. cool. And they've always treated us well. So let's turn the clock back to the football days at Furman. You said you're a wide receiver. What was that like playing uh, playing college ball? Oh, man. I believe it's, it's all I, mean, I ever I, knew. The little birdie yeah. told me you were pretty decent. Yeah, I was okay. Yeah. I was okay. The, Player um, of the year okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was cool, man, because it was a dream, obviously, for a lot of kids. I, I played football and baseball growing up, and and as soon as I got a football scholarship, I quit baseball. I was like, this is what I want to do. <laughs> um, and it, I just was really fortunate. I got to be there with a great class. We were the winningest class of Furman football ever. Um, and so that really just has to do with the recruiting and the coaching, and just like it does in any other school. Um, so I got to be there with some really good players um and it was a blast man it was um it wore me out. i was done people were like did you want to play in the nfl i was like no i had more fun than i can possibly imagine and i got pretty beat up i played yeah. slot receiver played every down the last couple of years i was there and i returned punts and so i'm still recovering yeah but. <laughs> that's the thing people people realize at the one double a level you're really stretching thin you've got some guys playing both ways sure. you've got uh you know, your five tool players to use a baseball analogy that you yeah. need to really yeah. kind of use your assets wisely. Yeah, it's true. And, and I think, um, you know, I th- we were like, we, were, we beat North Carolina when I was there. You know, we went up to North so, Carolina and beat them 28 to 3. And so we were, we were a good football team. It was competitive and we had guys go to the NFL and all that. Um, so it was just a good atmosphere, which you need, you know, that sort of competitive thing to excel. Now you said you've been to the Masters. Any other tournaments, PGA Tour-wise, that you, you tend to go to in person? Uh, I went to Quill Hollow this year. Okay. Uh, Wells Fargo. Um, and not a lot of other tournaments. We had the PGA in, in uh, Charleston a few mm-hmm. years ago at Kiowa. Um, and a few years from now, too. It's coming back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll go out there just to see people get humiliated by, <laughs> by the Kiowa. The ocean course is insane. Um, so yeah, I, anytime I get a chance, I'd love to do it. What do you think about Quail Hollow as a PGA Championship venue two weeks ago? Everybody seems to really love it. I love watching it for sure. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's crazy to watch a, a round where the end of the round could, could make so much of a difference. The last few holes, I thought that was really cool. It's great, great TV and great, you know, um, it's fun. I'm a Justin Thomas fan, so it's cool to see him uh, break through. Have you had your shot at the Green Mile? I have not. Oh, okay. See, so there's, we'll have to there's do always that. one out yeah. there that yeah, I know. That would be play Augusta a hundred times, yeah. but there's always going to be one that you have. It's true. To. It's true. There's it, it, you get it's a random course. We play Valhalla. Okay. It's another PGA course where we've gotten to play some of those. So let's talk life on the road. First of all, you're in the band with your brother, correct? Yeah. How's how's that working out? What's what's the brotherly dynamics? It's like? day to day, really. Would yeah. um, no, he say the same thing? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. No, we're we're. Um, we went through a pretty tough time in, in a band, like a lot of bands that have mm-hmm. brothers in them, um, and fought a lot, and we were in different dressing rooms and that whole thing. Um, and then we had some things that just happened just forced us to grow up yeah. a little bit and <laughs> have that conversation. Like, man, I'd like to be brothers more than I'd like to be in this band. Mm-hmm. And so that's once we could say that and I, I feel like sort of release each other to enjoy it again, it's been a lot of fun. What's your favorite uh, tour stop city-wise? Um, it's difficult. It's about the time of the year, probably. Um, our biggest show right now is Red Rocks, and that's hard to beat. That, that venue is insane. Um, but I've always liked Nashville. That Nashville was a challenge for us coming up. We always felt like 
there was a lot of music people it's kind of stiff crowd and mm-hmm. that kind of thing and um so and that's kind of like our new york i guess being yep. from south carolina it was like this is the place you got to break you know and um and that's always been one of our biggest ones we're doing the rhyming this year a couple of times okay. which was you know when we first played that that was the goal at the time um <laughs> so yeah pretty cool what's the biggest challenge for you balancing life on the road when you're out doing a big tour and things like that um, you know, health, we were talking about it this morning, we were like, um, it, it's just a difficult schedule, obviously. Um, and I'm trying to be, I've got a son now, and and uh, so I'm trying to be a little more balanced than I used to be. It used to be, you know, you go to bed at three in the morning and wake up at noon and do it all over again every day. Um, so now it's like, and then you go home, I have to wake up at seven with a kid or something. So it's, it's trying to balance all that. Um, but I think it's interesting. I'm in a band that's been doing this for so long. We still feel like our best record's out in front of us. Uh, I don't think if we didn't feel that way, we would be able to do it anymore. Yeah. What's it like for you having personal relationships with some of these PGA Tour pros and then seeing them playing with tournaments on the, on the line? Sometimes they win. I was in Houston when Russell won this year, but yeah. sometimes it's on the other side of the coin sure. where you see someone that's a friend that, that maybe comes up a little short. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I love following along. Actually, obviously, you would. Um, mm-hmm. So, But I've, I've been traveling. My bandmates sometimes make fun of me because this year, like at Augusta, I was following um, Russell's thing, but on the mm-hmm. app, you know, I'm like <laughs> watching like <laughs> shot by shot. They're like, you are pathetic. <laughs> but it is cool. It's just, it's cool. You want your friends to do well. Um, and I've had a chance to meet a lot of the guys now, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's a cool thing. And you also, you get a perspective of what tour life is like. I think it's pretty similar to ours in a lot of ways. Um, you know, they're away from home a lot. And the, the thing that a couple of shots can make a difference you know, over four days mm-hmm. in their life is um, is insane. That amount of focus is crazy. Or even this week with the window where a shot or two decides whether or not you're playing next year or yeah, where totally, you're playing next year. Totally. I think that's like a, that's such a, uh, I can't imagine that sort of, you know, focus and pressure. And, and um, so it's, it's fun to watch. Just focus on the lyrics, right? Just stay, yeah, just trying to get the words right and yeah. I'm good to go. There yeah. you go. Well, Bear Reinhardt, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk a little, little football, a little golf, a little life on tour today. I wish you uh, the best of luck uh, once more. What's the, the name of your tournament? It's a Need to Breathe Classic, okay. um, April 23rd. There you go. All right. Well, sounds like a, a good time. Daniel Island, always a good place to be, especially uh, in late April. So I know. thank you much for taking the time. This has been a Golf Channel podcast. I'm your host, Will Gray. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Tito's Handmade Vodka had been mixed with its fair share of cocktails. But one night, a chilled glass topped with lime and cranberry would change everything this bottle knew about happy hour. From the producers of America's Favorite Vodka, it turns out the cocktail you've been waiting for was right there the whole time. The Tito's Rom Cosmo. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sip with Tito's. Coming to cocktail parties near you at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly.